That would be desperation. <laughs> <laughs> Clip that, Tommy, again. The 21st of August, James O'Donnell, who goes after a second GA legend. Join in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. The Lunchtime Wrap. On Off The Ball. With Energia, proud sponsor of Irish Rugby. Think of the possibilities. It's Wednesday, the 23rd of August. This is the Lunchtime Wrap and I'm Cameron Hill. Good afternoon. The Lunchtime Wrap on Off The Ball is with Energia, proud sponsor of Irish Rugby. Think of the possibilities. And as to football, we go first today and Republic of Ireland captain Seamus Coleman has confirmed he'll miss next month's European qualifiers. The Donegal native is continuing his recovery from a knee injury sustained while playing for Everton towards the end of last season. Ireland are away to France on September the 7th before welcoming the Netherlands to Dublin three days later. Coleman says he might need another eight weeks to return to full fitness. Meanwhile, Republic of Ireland striker Aaron Connolly is hopeful he can force his way back into manager Stephen Kenny's plans after a blistering start to his stint at Hull City. The former Brighton player signed a one-year deal at the championship side earlier this month for an undisclosed fee, having been there on loan since January. Since then, he's scored three goals off the bench for the club this season, most recently nabbing a match-winning brace in a 2-1 win away to Blackburn. After dull spells at Middlesbrough and Venezia, Connolly is finding some form as Kenny considers his squad for those crucial Euro qualifiers. The Irish independent Stan McDonnell joined Joe Malloy on the football show last night. He says Connolly needs to maintain this good run of form for much longer before he can be deemed ready for Ireland duty. Now, like, Hull have given him a one-year deal. They haven't given him a long-term contract. So that, so that points to concerns that they have. But then Rosina does say, and it's quite affectionate, like, and paints, you know, he knocks on my door every single day. That's why, like, he's horrible. He's a horrible little one. The lads will tell you that. But I love him because he's himself. He moans about everything. He moans about having to go into the pool at the hotel when we're trying to recover. He moans about food. But you need different characters. I don't want a group of nice guys. Now, Aaron Connolly in his interviews is not really the moaner the horrible guy in fact he came back in to like he was in Italy last year and gave a very similar interview to that about the bad crowd he left behind and the redemptive stage and needing to leave that behind him he was fitter than he ever fitter than he ever was apparently when he at the start of his time in Italy gave a very reflective interview he came across very well as with, with the Irish football fan TV Paul Nealon came across very well um, came and played for the Ireland 21s and then didn't play for Venezia again now it sort of was half alluded to in that piece but I, I, I don't know I, I sort of I think that might have been there might have been a disciplinary angle to that too and the flip side of that is I've since heard that he came to Hull in January uh, and apparently he's been working very hard since he's been there and maybe because he was there on loan initially and now he's come back now so so the penny has dropped um, and I hope it has because no one wants this to be one of these careers that, that, that goes the way of examples we can bring up from before but obviously Hull haven't given him a long term contract obviously the manager is still speaking about um, him needing to get fitter um, and for me uh, I just think you want to you want to and this is ironic coming from a journalist who wants interviews but I feel like he's given that same interview several times and I think it's more a case of no I'd rather see him play 15-20 games consecutively scoring 7, 8, 9, 10 goals or whatever you know it's actually very hard to like championship it's not easy to just play in the championship and just score that type of number but you know what I mean I feel like I feel like I want to 
to, to really see the evidence and it sounds good and the goals of the weekend were great but I, I sort of feel like he's not quite at the point in the story where he gives the interview about the corner being turned I feel like that needs to be in two or three years time when there's a body of evidence underneath to suggest that like yes this has been this isn't a little mini false dawn that it's actually the real thing Aston Villa begin their Conference League campaign tonight they face Scottish Premiership side Hibernian in the first leg of their playoff kickoff at Easter Road is at a quarter to six now Rashidat Adeleke lines up in the final of the 400 metres at the World Athletics Championships in Budapest tonight She's in the blocks at 8.35 Irish time. The 20-year-old Dublin sprinter will hope to reproduce her excellent form this season and contend for a medal. Former 400 meter sprinter Jesse Barr joined Joe Malloy on Tuesday nights off the ball. The 2012 Olympian explained that even as a youngster, it was obvious that Adeleke was destined for greatness. I'm a huge Rashida fan. Um, I remember the first time she walked into the Institute at 15 and she just had the star quality even at that young age and she was you know, these big long limbs that she hadn't really learned to manage yet. She's still kind of learning. I mean, she's, but we just, we all saw her and we're like, she's going to be a star. There was just something about her and she really has kind of, you know, lived up to that promise. Um, And I've just really loved watching how she kind of navigates herself on this global stage. Her interviews are fascinating. You can see she's been training in the kind of high level groups that she has over in the States. And her coach um, is a guy called, um, I think it's Edric Floreal, um, Coach Flo. He's going to be on the show on Thursday, actually. Is he? Yeah. I'll I'll be definitely be tuning in to listen to him because... You can see the kind of maturity he's definitely instilling in her. She mentioned something, I think, after the heat that they were talking about her being ranked second in, you know, overall. And she just said, you know, it's just it's just noise. You know, times are times, but you have to do it on the day. And I thought it was such a mature answer for someone who's only 20 and is facing into her first global final. Mm. Um, you know, I think she just... She just goes about her business, does, you know, does what she needs to do, doesn't get caught up in it, is really happy to be there at the same time. You know, she talks about how proud she is to be pulling on the Irish vest. But yeah, she just has a real kind of coolness about her. So I'm really excited to see what she can do. Limerick's Sarah Lavin competes in the semifinals of the 100 metre hurdles at 7.45. While earlier Louise Shanahan finished fifth in her 800 metres heat, that won't be enough for the Cork athlete to reach the semis. To rugby now and England have received another blow with the news that Billy Vunapola will miss their opening World Cup game against Argentina. The number eight has been handed a three-week suspension for the red card he picked up in Saturday's defeat to Ireland. Vunapola was guilty of foul play after a high tackle on Andrew Porter. He'll also miss the Fiji warm-up game this weekend but will be available for the Japan game during the tournament if he completes tackle school. Captain Owen Farrell is banned for the Argentina and Japan fixtures after World Rugby won their appeal yesterday to reinstate his recent red card. Ireland's cricketers take on India in their final T20 international in Malahide from 3 o'clock. In horse racing, the Aidan O'Brien-trained Paddington faces three rivals in the Group 1 Judmont International Stakes at York today. That race goes to post at 3.35. There's also a meeting at Sligo with the first off there at 10 past 5. And on this day in 1978, basketball legend Kobe Bryant was born in Philadelphia. Drafted by the Charlotte Hornets in 1996, Bryant was then traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. During a 20-year playing career, he won five NBA championships, two NBA final MVP awards and was an 18-time All-Star. 
Bryant is widely regarded as one of the greatest basketball players of all time. In 2003, Bryant was charged with the sexual assault of a 19-year-old hotel employee. The criminal charges were dropped and a lawsuit was subsequently settled out of court. Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter Gianna were tragically killed in a helicopter crash in January 2020. That's all for Wednesday's Lunchtime Wrap. Keep up to date with the latest opinion, analysis and much more. Become a member today at offtheball.com forward slash join. Take care. The Lunchtime Wrap. On Off The Ball. With Energia. Proud sponsor of Irish Rugby. Think of the possibilities.